getting back to the issue of Dolis eventualis, but I'd like to pick up on what Judge, on what Kheri now was saying, Advocate Kheri now speaking about the distinction between fact and law and how he was saying that the judge seems to have made her decision on the issue of fact. Please explain that to us because uh, for a layman, a fact should be something that should inform the law. Oh, afternoon, so it's uh, good talking to you again. Uh, thank you for the question. Um, the the state has, has, has a tough uh, road ahead of them, or had a tough road ahead of them, trying to convince the judge. Uh, as, as listeners should know by now, he had to convince the judge that she made a uh, mistake in the law and not on fact. Now, it, it, it's very uh, highly theoretical exercises because Harry now... Uh, to my mind, is trying to convince the judge that Dallas Eventualis was incorrectly applied. And now the defense is coming in, uh, they're taking advantage of this and saying, it's not the incorrect application of he's, he's merely going on fact. So uh, there's, a, there's a difference between what, uh, if Judge Masipa should refer this uh, to for appeal or may refer this to appeal. As the law stands now, she may only refer this matter to appeal if there were there was a mistake made on the law and not on the fact. Okay, so Dan, just simplify it for us because uh, he was also saying that they're appealing the acquittal on the conviction of murder, but saying and and this is something that he raised many times, Kherinal, that Pistorius testified that he accidentally shot Stiankamp. So how does this intertwine? with the argument he's making in court? Well, it all boils down to what his intent was. Um, if he had the intent to kill someone, the other eventual should be applied, and um, the state makes out a case for murder. Uh, in this instance, the, the, the court found that, uh, that that's where the confusion comes in. What was his intention? Was it murder or was it culpable homicide? Now, that's why the court should refer this matter uh, for appeal to have this uh, sorted out. Dian, he mentioned quite a number of case studies to argue this. Uh, can you just take us through them and whether or not they were precedent-setting? Well, uh, the, the, the one it, it seems he, he was uh, focusing more on was the Sierkwi matter. And that's a 1982 matter where um, uh, Mr. Sirkwi, uh, uh bound a, a, a woman uh, with barbed wire uh, to a pole. And then he forcibly requested her where's her keys and he drove to a shop with a car leaving her there. Now, the, the court found uh, him guilty of theft where the state argued that he should be found guilty of robbery. Now, um, theft is a lesser offense than, than robbery. So... Uh, the, the state is, is entitled to, uh, well, actually the, the court is entitled to find a person guilty on a lesser charge or a lesser convic- conviction, and that is known as a competent verdict. It happens where the court finds someone guilty of a less serious charge as that with which the person was charged. Now, uh, it, it caused a bit of a stir in South, in South African law because now in uh, the magistrate's courts, you are entitled... Uh, to appeal on uh, grounds of mistake in law and fact, but not in the High Court. Now, should now 
convinced the, the judge that this matter should go on appeal, um, he has uh, the possibility of changing the law as it stands now in that regard. Thank you so much for speaking to us, Dion Tianyube, attorney. Tianyube, attorneys, and uh, we will hopefully speak to him again to unpack what is transpiring in court judge Togo.